It's DarbyCast. You're here on a Europe Tuesday. Oh, boy. Yeah. Throw on a pair of sweats. Sit back and relax. If you're not already in sweats and relaxing hard, which I'd say a good percentage of uh, of people in the world right now, they're really exploring uh, their sweats game. Okay, Europe Tuesday, and after last week's Europe Tuesday, where I told you a little bit about Boris Johnson and what he's been up to and his talents, his skill set. You know, I'm still I'm still hell bent on uh I can't get my mind off the UK. I know it's not UK Tuesdays, it's Europe Tuesdays, and so I said, you know what? I'll compromise. I'm a good dude, I'll compromise. It's what makes the world go round. It's a little bit of compromise. So I go to uh, bbc.com and what comes up front page article is in Sweden. They're uh, coming up with candlelit dinners. A bunch of dudes are getting together, having candlelit dinners and talking about their own ignorance relative to their Toxic masculinity. Good Lord. During a pandemic, you decide that the need for you that isn't being fulfilled is candlelit dinners with guys who, I I guess the only way to really put this, um, I mean, there's a lot of ways to put this. What am I saying? But we'll just say they, these guys aren't big sports guys. Okay. They aren't big sports guys. Yeah. Yeah. Global pandemic. And it's like, oh, I could really, you know what I need? I am starved for a candlelit dinner with some, uh, with some effeminate men to talk about our toxic masculinity. And it's like, it's like, dude, like you're not very masculine. There, there's not a whole lot. Even if that were a real thing, you're, even if, even if toxic masculinity, which is the most ridiculous uh, phrase I've ever heard. Okay. It's, it's insane. Oh, it's just, it's one of, uh, it's one of the global media's favorite new buzzwords to shut down anything that goes against them. Oh, am I a toxic male is, you know, Maverick Alexander toxic masculinity. I'm sure. And I feel sorry for the poor bastards that that take that, that accept the frame. Man, toxic masculinity. These guys, they're just saying, hey, Bjorg, could you bring over a bottle of red so we can hash out um, the important stuff? Yeah, yeah, of course we can practice kissing beforehand and after and during. I wouldn't want to be toxic, would I? Let's show solidarity with chicks. Let's, Bjorg, you and me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring over the bottle of red. I've got the lube. It'll be a fun night, relaxing night with friends. Yeah, Sweden, all right. And of course, the article 
Of course, the article's written by some lady in the UK. Maddie Savage. Good Lord, Maddie. You are not a journalist. I just, she's got the blue check mark on Twitter. And it's like, Maddie, you're never going to make it to the big time. You're not. You're not. But way to crack that open. That's a story that everybody needs to hear. Is what's going on with these Swedish cuck McGucks practicing their best lady in the tramp spaghetti slurp ending with a kiss and being like, I don't think that was very toxic at all, Bjorg. And I shit you not. Direct quote. Direct quote from this article. And I can't even make up the guy's name. Like, I, I wish I wish this were fake. I so very much wish this were fake. And it's this thing where where I can't go on. I really can't read any news from mainstream outlets. And it's like it's like you're it sounds like you're writing hyperbolic satire. It sounds like this is all a big fucking joke. I can't discern the actual headlines of uh, the progressive quote unquote progressive left from ironic troll posts from the right. It's, it's totally it, what the fuck is going on. So let me get, let me, okay. The guy says it's things people have done in the past that they realize this is so bad that I did this. And it's like, what are you even talking about? But here's the name. Are you ready for it? Tard. Winterborg. What the fuck? There's a guy out there who's who's trying to tell his bros in Sweden and our guys in Sweden just being like, yeah, we should listen to Tard. Like what? I'm going to have a really hard time with this one. I am. I'm going to have a really hard time not busting up laughing. And usually I'm pretty good. I'm usually pretty good about talking about stuff. And not just losing it. But the guy's name is Tard. It's what a gift. What a gift. Thank you, Maddie Savage, for throwing that out there. I needed a good laugh this morning. I had a great weekend defying the will of Gavin Newsom. Went to a private beach. It's like, Gavin, that's right, buddy. Greasy Gav, you son of a bitch. I know it's a political move to call out. Places with cool people who like to surf, play spike ball. You're a joke, bro. You're a joke. So let's get back to it. Let's let's step back into the mind of Tard. So Tard is throwing a dinner party. How ridiculous of a person do you have to be to buy into the framework and accept the language used by uh, the global propaganda machine, toxic masculinity. And it's like, okay, okay. And of course the guy's doing it. Of course you got a guy uh, named Tard. What better person to champion the nonsensical drivel of the global media propaganda machine than our boy Tard. (laughs) I'm never going to get through this one. Somebody's going to write in to the email address info at DarbyshireUSA.com and be like, you're mispronouncing the word 
Tiard. The name is Tiard. And I'm like, it's spelled T-A-R-D, and there's two little dots above the A. I'm fine calling this guy Tard. I'm fine with it. He's throwing dinner parties for his bros. They're not even in lockdown in Sweden. Like these guys could be going out, having fun with ladies, but no, no, no. Tard's pulling out the record player, lighting some candles, and inviting over Bjorg and Bjorn and Bjorgendorf. I would love hanging out with a guy named Bjorgendorf. I think we all would. I don't think there's any shame in that, admitting that that a guy named Bjorgendorf, I can't lie to you, I don't want to. If I had the opportunity to have some guy in my crew named Bjorgendorf and or Tard, I, I'm going to capitalize on that. Because I'll eventually, I'll just ask him a couple key questions. And Bjorgendorf is going to be like, Yo, what the hell was I talking about? This toxic masculinity crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feminism. Oh, yeah. It's just a political. It's a it's not about women's rights at all. It's actually not the gals who think they're running the show. It's like, no, no, no. It's it's authoritarians in in corporate structures and governments trying to usurp more and more power from the people. And these gals, they just jump on it. And then you get these brilliant uh, scholars like Tard, who shows up and he's like, yep, toxic masculinity. And you got to take Tard aside. You've got to take Tard aside, do you not? Right? You got to take him aside and you say, Tard, can I have a word with you? You, you do realize that, that you should not be voting. You should not participate in the political arena if you don't have an understanding that you are no more than a tool for the global elite. Feminism is not about women. It's not. Surprise, surprise. Cat's out of the bag. Feminism is not about women? Question mark? Like everyone in the middle, anybody who's a moderate knows this, anybody who's on, who's right of center, all the way in, into um, the unironic Nazis of the world, the only people who don't, who have deluded themselves into thinking that, that feminism is about somehow, they've perversely contorted their thoughts thinking feminism is about women. Way to go, Tard. Yeah, you're on it, Tard. I'm serious. Look this up. Google Maddie Savage, Sweden, Tard. You can't make this up. You can't. This is going to be the only time that I get away with just saying the word tard repeatedly. I think, I think that word is now free use because you just get to describe all things related to toxic masculinity and dudes who are pro feminism. It's like, come on, man. We know, we know you're just trying to get laid. You don't give a shit. Like, there's these, there's a couple kinds of male feminists and most, you know what? All of them are pretty despicable. Okay. You're all pretty despicable and don't rope in cool dudes like Bjorgendorf into your nonsense. 
Tard. You jackass. We need to reform the Tards. Boy, Maddie Savage, you just gave, you gave me such a gift in taking a single quote from a guy named Tard. Thank you. I hope this thing blows the fuck up more so than any of the other podcasts. Cause this one, it's so perfect. It's, it's so politically incorrect on so many levels, but it's so good. It's just hilarious. Listen, if you, if you've been plugged into the propaganda machine for a little too long and your defense mechanisms activate as you're listening to this and you're like, I don't agree with this. This is fucking bullshit. This guy's a fucking, it's like, just take a couple breaths. Okay. Just take a couple breaths. Relax. Keep listening. Don't go into tarred mode. What does a tarred party really look like? Everybody's there. Tard says, come on in. Bjorn and Bjorg and Bjorgendorf. Bjorgendorf doesn't even know what he's doing there. He's probably friends with Tard growing up. But then Tard just doubled down on all this nonsense. And Bjorgendorf's like, Tard, I don't even know why I'm here. Yeah, Bjorgendorf, he's kind of a moderate. Um, and when I say moderate, I mean he just doesn't really read about politics and he doesn't have a firm opinion about anything. He knows when to shut his mouth because he doesn't really have a whole lot to contribute. I should honestly take a page out of that dude's book and shut the hell up from time to time. I probably should. Bjorgendorf, I appreciate that you know when to say when, but I also, I've got to, I've got to rip into you a little bit because it's like, don't be a fence sitter because you come dangerously close. If the people in the middle, if they don't speak up a little bit and tards get their way, tards win. Yeah, we can't have the tards win. Just a tool for the global elite are the tards of the world. Throwing their dinner parties for the bros. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, dude? Like, why don't you guys go play sports or something? Your, your country's not even on lockdown. That's your idea of a get-together with your bros? Boy, I had heard that Sweden was kind of a mess. That they had really made some poor choices. Over the past couple of years, that there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of weird shit going on. And Maddie Savage, author of this article about tards and their dinner parties, she even mentions she links to another article saying that that Tard and his friends, what they're doing is. Is they're doing it as a response to um, the rapes going on in Sweden. And then Savage decides to link to an article in the music section of BBC. When it's talking about in 2016 that at a couple concerts, there were a bunch of chicks getting raped. And it's like, Tard, you do realize probably 99% of those. I don't know. What's Kyle? Look up what uh one out of 40 is. What percentage that is? 
Thanks, Kyle. Thanks. There's probably one Swedish bad actor, but let's be honest. The rest of them? You know where that's coming from. You know where that's coming from. Do I even need to say it? Do I even need to say it? You know where the sexual assault's coming from. Meanwhile, Tard is rallying up the troops and saying, Do you guys want to get together and bump our penises together and talk about toxic masculinity? That's the only way we're going to dismantle this. Let's gingerly touch our tips while I make some traditional Swedish meals. I'm going to make you some meatballs. I'm going to give you a little handy, Jay. That's what Tard's bringing to the table. Thanks, Tard. Cool party, Tard. Yeah, good thing we're not out playing sports. I like what we're doing instead. Geflugen, flogging, fliegen, shugen. Tard. What a joke. How are these dudes in Sweden? Are, did, they, did they believe that their chicks getting violated is happening at the behest of Swedish dudes who are just effeminate and soft beyond belief? No, those dudes aren't doing a damn thing. Although I will say male feminists, probably, uh, probably prime candidates for, uh, I mean, they're probably doing some of the raping. You ever notice these male feminists? It seems as though they're compensating for something. Seems as though they had a hookup that went a little too far. That they were saying like, hey, I'm your friend. I'm your best friend. I love listening to you rant about toxic masculinity. I appreciate that you're plugged into, uh, that you know how to recite every media talking point ever. And I'm going to show up and agree with you. And then one day, boy, does Tard get bold. And he's like, he's like, hey, you, uh, you down to fuck? And she's like, Tard, I, I just couldn't. That wouldn't be right. I don't really have sex with Tards. And boy, does that make Tard angry. Tard's got that Tard strength. Deceptively strong is Tard. So so what does he do? He tries to get it in. No, 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 Tard. Maybe if you want to be a little bit more successful with women, maybe you disagree with them from time to time when they're spouting the nonsense of the global propaganda machine. Maybe you step up one time and you're like, you do realize all, all these weird rhetorical devices being used are, are insane and they're, they're just riddled with propaganda you know gals respect that and they'll say oh you actually have uh you've got a head square on your shoulders you do realize that right man yeah those guys those guys you got to keep an eye on on the male feminists you really do it's like what did you do what did you do and what are you trying to pull off those are the big questions, Tard. What did you do or what are you trying to do? Everybody sees through your bullshit, except for maybe you. And then, and then you, the chick you're after, who's just so blinded with ignorant rage. She wants to be treated like a nine, but she's like a six. 
And that's on an academic scale, not a numerical scale. Numerical scale, let me, let me break this down for you a little bit. When you're rating somebody's attractiveness on a scale of one to 10 and it's a numerical scale, a five is average. You've got a bell curve there, okay? Each point is a standard deviation. So between uh, four and six lies 68% of people. Okay, and then another standard deviation that's 95%. Okay, and then one more standard deviation. And then uh, I believe that's 98%. Yeah, that sounds about right. My recollection of statistics back from high school is correct. But an academic scale, a six is a D, a five is an F. Okay, I tend to use the academic scale. I do 10th of a point rating. So it's like, okay, a gal, I see her as a 7.4. She's a strong C. Okay. Okay. Man. So that's, that's what the gals that Tard's going after are those sixes who want to be treated like 8.8s, 8.9s, 9.2s. And it's like, babe, I'm sorry. You can't be angry. You can't be angry about that. I mean, I guess you can, but you yelling about it makes you look like an asshole. Like, why don't you just get some skills? Why don't you increase your value in other areas? Gals aren't willing to do that. Ugly dudes, unfortunate looking guys, they've been doing it forever. They've been doing it fucking forever. A real unsightly fella who's like, well, I'm not handsome or anything. I better, I better get good at some shit. Better, I better get real damn good at some stuff so I can still have a, so I can still be a part of the game. No, no, not Tard. Tard has grown up and he's grown up in a socialist country where most things have been provided for him. He has no sense of taking initiative doing things in a way that's self-reliant. So of course, of course, him just going for the global communist agenda. Of course, that makes sense. He just wants to hand out. He's getting those for his entire life and he expects that chicks will just hand him their love on a platter. And it's like, it's hard. It's a pretty, that is wishful thinking. Okay. Okay, that's who Tard's hanging out with. He's hanging out with some sixes who demand to be treated like 9.2s and Tard just caves, right? He just agrees with everything that they're saying. And it's like, do you know the archetype that you're playing? You are the useful idiot, okay? You are complicit in helping governments and corporations siphon power away from individuals all in the name of trying to get some puss because you just want it handed to you. You don't want to earn it. If you're an unfortunate looking dude, you better get fucking good at sports. You better get good at something artistic. You better, you better be an entrepreneur. Okay. Dudes have been doing this forever. They've been doing this forever. And all of a sudden you got a guy like Tard who's like, He's trying to win some fucking gold stickers and brownie points from, from the chicks. 
And he's like, yeah, I threw a dinner party for a couple of my guy friends. Just a little bit of candlelight, a little mood music. Yeah, we had spaghetti and uh, Swedish meatballs. It was a little multicultural. We, uh, we talked about how ignorant we were. And, um, and then we sucked each other off aggressively. Nothing toxic about that. Am I right? Do you want to hook up? No, still, still, is that, that's still a no. And Tar just hangs around. He doesn't have the wherewithal to get rejected and just be like, all right, moving on, moving on. He grew up watching too many movies where that fucking dope, where the dope gets the hot chick. And it's like, sorry, everybody. It never works out like that. It actually doesn't. If you're a tard and somehow you land a hot chick, I got news for you. Eventually, she's going to get real tired of you. That's what's happening. All these dudes thinking that the female brain is wired like a fictitious Disney princess. You ever notice? Check this. You want a little truth? You want a little truth? You ever notice Disney princesses? You ever notice their dads are complete fucking pushovers? They're all pushovers. What Disney princess had a strong male role model? Absolutely fucking zero. Oh, and the moms aren't in the picture? Why? Because they fucking left. They got tired. They got tired of putting up with the infantile babble and the zero pushback, having their, their pushover husbands agree with everything that they say. Hard. You do understand that that even the smartest gals will occasionally spout some nonsense. And in those moments, Tard, you gotta give a little bit of pushback. And a high quality chick, she'll call you out a little bit when you're saying some stupid shit, Tard. But you're a pussy. You're scared. You're scared to call out chicks because you're like, oh man, if I don't let this chick treat me like shit. Like in the movies, I just need to be quirky. I need to pick up an accordion and be able to ride a unicycle. That's what the chicks are into. It's like, listen here, Tard. You've watched too many fucking movies. It's actually not how anything works. In fact, most movies, they give the most unrealistic representation of male-female dynamics of all time. Especially, especially with the loser fucking kid. I mean, those are the most hilarious movies of all time, right? Where some kid who's just, you know, he's an American style tard. His name isn't tard, but he has all the tard qualities. He's quirky. He's just kind of, uh, he's riding his unicycle and the hot chicks like gives him a little attention, but she treats him like shit. And then she goes get, and gets she goes to the drive through movie with her boyfriend, Blaine, and he just wrecks her box afterwards. Meanwhile, Tard's just sitting by himself playing the accordion by moonlight, perfecting his Swedish meatballs, having some friends over and being like, I just don't get it, guys. How do I get the girl? And and then there's like that that ugly chick that Tard is friends with who like really wants to link up with Tard. But Tard is focused on the hot chick. And there's this training montage where Tard, he's, he's unicycling around and 
And it's like, and then his friends, his, his friends from his dinner parties, Bjorg and Bjorg and Bjorgendorf, they're all there and they're kind of cheering him on. And, and they're like, yeah, you can do this. Be nice. Just be a good, nice guy. And then you want to know what happens in real life? Absolutely not shit. Blaine starts a company. He gets the chick and they go on with their life. They have some kids. And then, and then Tard quietly develops the disposition of a frustrated rapist. Okay. That's what happens. But like, also when you're having your little sit downs, let me, let me just bring this back a little bit. Tard, when you're having your sit downs with Bjorg and Bjorn and Bjorgendorf, when you're having these sit downs, can you guys at least, can you just at least admit that you don't have a prime minister with the balls and grinding ability of Boris Johnson to kick these fucking migrants out of your country who are raping the chicks? Like, how ridiculous and emasculated do you have to be to have the women in your country just getting ravaged by these foreigners? And then you get together and throw a candlelight dinner with your, your emasculated friends. And you're like, this one's on us guys. We got to take an inventory of our toxic masculinity. Meanwhile, the gals in your country, they're just getting raped left and right. You know, Sweden is just full of rapists. Now these emasculated male feminists, prime candidates as rapists. Okay. And then, and then the migrants, Sweden's going to shit and they need Boris Johnson to show up there just one time and just hit a couple rails. Boy, does that evoke a sense of surging, powerful masculinity. Seeing Boris, that hair of his, just he's so carefree and he just hits the rail with his soaps and then with his powerful quads when he's at the end of the rail, he just pushes off and then double kick to the face with his soap plates on the bottom of his shoes. One going to the face of Tard, one going to the face of a random migrant who's been raping chicks. I think that sends the message, okay, to Northern Europe. Man, I don't know who's running Sweden. I should look this up. Who is the prime minister of Sweden? Who's running Anything there where they're letting all this shit go down, where they're letting pussies like Tard get airtime, take interviews about how they're having these spaghetti dinners with Swedish meatballs with their pals talking about their shortcomings and how how they need to soften up a little bit more. And it's like, Tard, how much softer can you get, you jackass? And as you're softening up. You know what's happening? Your chicks are getting plowed and your leaders aren't stopping it. You're expecting everything to be taken care of for you. They have no role model in Sweden. They have no badass guide like Boris Johnson. If you're in Sweden right now, turn on YouTube and watch some Boris Johnson highlights. Feel your courage surging. Go do some damage 
to the bullshit going on in your country. March up to Tard, slap him in the face a couple times and be like, you're a piece of shit, Tard. You're garbage. If enough people in Sweden watch Boris Johnson YouTube grinding highlights, you're going to have a revolution there. They're probably going to take their country back and say, oh yeah, we have actually been, uh, we've been quite uh, complacent and complicit in allowing uh, totalitarian propaganda to usurp our power. We've accepted the framework of these rhetorical devices used to emasculate us and render us completely ineffective. Oh, but there's this guy who's hitting rails. His name's Boris Johnson. He's in the UK. Guy's pretty fucking sweet. Maybe some good things happen for Sweden. Maybe some good things happen for Sweden. And let me speak directly to Bjorgendorf. And you've been friends. You've been friends with Tard for a long time. But you don't have to be. Don't be friends with Tard just because you've got history with Tard. You got to know when to say when and be like, the name's Bjorgendorf. I think there's a lot of bullshit going on here. I watched a Boris Johnson highlight reel of him hitting the hitting the board slide down a massive flight of stairs in front of Angela Merkel and humiliating her, making her feel foolish. It's about damn time I did the same, metaphorically or literally. Jorgendorf's Unite. Bjorgendorf's buy soap grinding shoes. Take a page out of Boris Johnson's book. You remember what it's called? Grind your way to freedom? Should be in bookstores everywhere by now. Go ahead and pick up a copy. And quit taking cues from, from tards, okay? You don't have to. Why would you let tards dictate any of... Uh, your national policies, your cultural phenomena. Why would you do that? This has been a Europe Tuesday on DarbyCast. Like, follow, subscribe, share. Please do. Go ahead. Go for it. want to tip my hat to uh, Maddie Savage for making this all possible with an article that was so ridiculous. You could not have chosen better language and a more ridiculous sounding person to feature in your article. They say reality is stranger than fiction. In this case, reality is funnier than fiction. I couldn't make this up. I fancy myself a fairly creative person. I could not make this crap up if I tried. I'm just, I read two articles this morning. I skimmed them and it gave me 40 minutes worth of hilarity. Like, thank you, Maddie Savage. Thank you so much. Way to do it. You're up Tuesday. Economics Wednesday is tomorrow. Bit of a fan favorite. If this resonates with you and you're looking in the mirror today and you're like, damn it, I've been acting like a total tard. It's okay. But maybe you just listen to this about seven times in a row. Okay. You, and you soak all of it up and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I understand why I have the attitudes and beliefs that I do because I've been trying to get laid and I haven't been trying hard. I expect things to be given to me 
like chicks, and it turns out it doesn't really work that way. Life is not the the teen romance movie where the loser kid who rides a unicycle and plays the accordion gets the chick. Okay? Thanks for tuning in on this Europe Tuesday. Have a great day. Have a great day.